Hello, Candid Conversations listeners. We are now at the end of our first season, and so we're, we're just going to give you a quick wrap-up from Sydney and myself, and we're going to share with you a little bit about what we've learned from this first season of Candid Conversations and where we plan to go in the future with the podcast. You could call this a little bit of our season finale. Yeah. <laughs> Except there's nothing really intense at stake. No huge cliffhangers or yeah. anything, but... <laughs> yeah, no, we just felt like it was in the spirit of candid conversations for us to talk about the things um, that we had learned, because I think that both of us can honestly say that we've had a lot of growth mm-hmm. in this podcast. I can honestly say that this has been a really incredible thing to do, you know, and it's been beyond daunting to take on (laughs) Um, the the number of times as we had talked about setting this up and starting this off that I kept being like, okay, what's like the most normal person way that I can like back out of this without being like a total tool? And then I was like, I can't do that. Also, this is important, (laughs) you know, and just like to speak like honestly about it. I was really, really nervous about taking this on for like so many reasons. Yeah. I'm really grateful now for the experiences I've had in this. I really agree with Sydney that this was really daunting for me as well because um, I think I had fears of how other people would perceive the podcast, whether Mm -hmm. members of the church or um, part of the LGBT community, and just knowing that there might be someone whose feelings get hurt because of what we say or this or that. But overall, we, we have confidence that we have tried to approach this in the most compassionate and understanding manner that we could have. And we both have confidence that we have done our best at doing that. <laughs> and so I think that helps me feel okay about it. But one thing that I just want to share that I have learned is, um, well, actually, a scripture comes to mind um, as we've, or a scripture has been coming to mind as we've gone throughout this whole process. And it's in the book of First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12. And this is Paul speaking. And um, he says, For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. During this podcast, I can probably speak for Sydney as well, but we feel that we have been looking through a glass darkly and that it's been hard to see things with clarity and to find answers. And something I've noticed is that our doubts and fears and frustrations can get really overwhelming, especially with questions like these concerning the LGBT community and the gospel that can go unanswered. And life is going to continue to pose difficult questions and obstacles. I know that this isn't the first, you know, or last obstacle for me per se, but I know that as I continue to have faith, that having faith is not necessarily knowing all the answers, but it's choosing faith over doubt. Um, It's a choice to trust God. I know that as we choose to trust his plan and his timetable, that everything's going to work out, even if things don't make sense in our mortal experience right now or in the present time right now, even if all the pieces aren't coming together, that as we put our trust in God and have faith in him, that eventually we will see things not through a glass darkly, but we will see things clearly. And as Paul says, we will see things face to face. Yeah, and then I also just really firmly believe, you know, that changes in the church happen because people 
because church leaders know that people are, are curious about it, you know, and are asking about it. And, and, you know, like we're hoping that candid conversations is a way to start conversations in your own home, in your own community. And that it's at least a segue to get you thinking, to get you speaking, you know, it's gotten us thinking and speaking, um, a lot more than I think we did prior to this podcast. So that being said, we want to tell you a little bit more about where we are going to be going in the future with Candid Conversations. Yeah, so we are very aware that this season had a pretty limited representation of the LGBT plus community. Um, So in future seasons, I promise that we will find more people from more sections um, of the community. And also... In terms of representing allyship, there are a couple of angles that we kind of want to explore a little bit more as well. Um, And we are, as we started doing this, I think that like our first two interviews, it kind of just felt like scrambling around Mm -hmm. like for someone. And even with the limited number of interviews we've had, it's been amazing as it started to spread out. The how much interviewees start approaching us or being recommended to us, you know? So it makes me hopeful that we'll be able to find uh, the people that we need on this podcast, you know? Yeah. We'd love for you to reach out to us if there's anyone that you have in mind as well that you could put us in contact with. And just finally to close, you know, we started this season with an interview with Gray, and he talked a lot about his definition of allyship and how for him allyship is more than just identifying as an ally it's being proactive as an ally and that's something that i've thought about a lot because you know i i've talked a little bit about my experience as an ally and the fact is is that i think that it took me a really long like I think that when I first decided I'm going to be an ally for the LGBT community, if someone had been like, okay, cool, do this podcast, I would have been like, huh. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, like, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, and not because, like, just because it has taken me a long time to, to learn, hmm. just because it takes a long time to develop the skill to almost learn how to express allyship. I mean, I think we've, we both agree that we're mm-hmm. still in the process of learning how to how to express that and how to be a good ally. I do feel like this podcast has been a motivation for me to do more with my allyship, to be more vocal with my allyship, and has really pushed me to almost like confront and to be more comfortable with my allyship than, than before just passively being like, no, I support the LGBT community. You know. My definition of allyship has changed because I realize that it's not so much just a thought process, but it's a lot of where my heart is at concerning all these matters and how in my heart I feel towards individuals of the LGBT community. And for me, I'll just be, you know, pretty transparent with this, but before... Pretty candid. I'm pretty candid about this. <laughs> but before, I felt that... Um, I accepted people, but I always thought, okay, you and I are quite different from each other. And so there's always a little bit of a wall between me and those of the LGBT community. 
but I feel that through this experience, my allyship has changed because I really view us on equal ground. Um, and that's really changed the way I not only perceive people, but the way I feel about my relationship with them. And so I think that this is really something that we have to dig deep. It's not only a, you know, mind, thought, surface level kind of allyship, but it really needs to dig deep into our hearts. Um, and I guess we need to get beneath the iceberg, so to speak, and really figure out how we feel and how we want to change our hearts concerning the matter. So we just want to encourage you to um, keep being mindful of how your allyship can improve and what that really means to you. Thank you so much for listening to season one of Candid Conversations. We'll be back in the future, and until then, this is Madeline and Sydney signing off. Thank you.